morning, Boker Tov. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction presented by the Orthodox Union on the Nachum Seal Network. I am Naftali Herman, filling in for Ellie Hagler. I thank Ellie again for this amazing opportunity to host the show. We look forward to hearing him back in his usual spot next week. You can always find the show each and every Tuesday at 9 a.m., immediately following JM in the AM at NachumSiegel.com. You can also find previously aired programs by clicking on the archive section banner found on the top of the screen of NachumSiegel.com. Today we'll have on the show Rabbi Jack Abramowitz. Rabbi Abramowitz is the Torah content editor for the Orthodox Union, and he'll be sharing with us a number of exciting projects that he oversees. Before we bring in our guest, I'm in a quote-unquote Karlbach type mood today, so we'll be playing some music from a few different bands of that genre. Let's kick it off with Chaim David singing Leman Shemo. Ah uh-huh. 
Standing at the mountain Awaiting the dawn Where the lamp and its oil To constantly burn And there you know well No despairs to be found You're sure Mashiach's right there As you turn around While walking down life's path Singing out a life song I'm saying to myself David with Lamont Chamo from the 1999 Grateful and Alive album, which I believe is a playoff of the band Grateful Dead. Here is Soul Farm with S.O.A.N.I.
Beautiful song. Soul Farm singing Shlomo Karlbach's S.I.A.N.I. from their Live in Berlin album. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction presented by the Orthodox Union on the Nachum Siegel Network. I am Natalie Herman, spilling in for Ellie Hagler. I'm joined here today in studio with Rabbi Jack Abramowitz. Rabbi Abramowitz is the Torah content editor for the Orthodox Union. Rabbi Abramowitz, welcome to the show. Thank you. What a job it must be to manage all the Torah content that is accessible for free on the OU's website. Can you share with our listeners what they will find on the OU site? Well, first of all, as far as as what a job, you're you're not kidding. It's really tremendous. I mean, the fact that I have the opportunity uh, myself uh, to to study and to share what I've learned and to listen to and, and read uh, things that other providers submit to the site, right. uh, it's it's just great to be involved in that uh, all day long. It's really a, a tremendous feeling, and it's uh, very personally gratifying. And and I hope that other people are gratified by the content that we're able to share with them. Uh, as far as series on the site, I don't know where to begin. There's literally dozens of ongoing programs that uh, that we offer. Uh, what we just launched this past week uh, for the fourth cycle is our two-year Nachyomi, a chapter right. of Nevi'im and Ksuvim, the books of the Bible, a uh, chapter a day, complete the entire Nach in two years, just wow. over two years. Uh, and as I mentioned, it's our fourth cycle, but for the first time, we're making it available additionally via a daily email. So we're very excited about that. And uh, we have Shnaya Mikra, which is the same concept, but it's for Chumash to go over the weekly Parsha. So it's an Aliyah a day, seven days a week. So you've got to go in Saturday night to get the first one. But they're all available. You can right. listen to all of them on Tuesday afternoon if that's what you want. Uh, we have Daf Yomi, of course, uh, largest Daf uh, Shira in the world. We've got uh, just uh, so many different people speaking on the Parsha. Uh, Rabbi Shalom Rosner gives a tremendous shear. It's very popular. From uh, Israel, right? Rabbi uh, yes, Rabbi Shalom Rosner from Israel. Uh, during the summers, he does it uh, from here in the States. But uh, year-round, he's giving the Parsha shear. Uh, Rabbi Weinreb from the OU writes a very popular Parsha column. We've got Rabbi Ari Khan writing on the Parsha. Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs from uh, from Great Britain. Uh, I'm, I'm particularly proud of a series called Perilous de la Torah, where Rabbi Israel Ashak gives a brief uh, Dvar Torah on every Parsha in Spanish, and that wow. serves a population that is really underserved. Um, so there's just uh, just so many things on Parsha, but there's, there's all sorts of content, uh, things on the Daf, things on Tanakh, things on the Mitzvahs, things on Kashrus, uh, Halacha, we've got Hashona Halachas, that's one of our daily emails, two Halachas a day from the Kitzar Shulchan Aruch with commentary from the Mishnah Brura and other sources. Uh, so really it's just, a, it's a a fully rounded Jewish education, all available in one site. It's amazing just listening to it and juggling all those various um, articles and shiurim and recordings. It's really just the tip of the iceberg. I could easily have named a dozen different things. And, and <laughs> wow, it's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to some of the tunes and how better than to head out to the Karlbach Moshav Modin with the Moshav Band's original Come Back. I can hear my homeland calling 
song, it always makes me think of Israel, which is why I believe Nefesh Benefesh chose it as their theme song, who can sit through one of their videos without crying. You're listening to The Jewish Reaction, presented by the Orthodox Union on the Nachum Siegel Network. I am Natalie Herman, filling in for Ellie Hagler. I'm joined here in studio with Rabbi Abramowitz. Rabbi Abramowitz, before the music break, we were talking about the various shiurim, articles, resources, and links that can be found on the OU website. While the music was playing, I was curious to see it with my own eyes, and I went on to the website. And just by hovering over the word Torah, there are well over even 65 different links and options to choose from. This is incredible. As I mentioned, it's it's really a huge undertaking. There is a tremendous amount of content there. Uh, people may have to hunt around to find what's right for them, because some of our content is more beginner-friendly. Others are for the seasoned learner. I mean, something like Shave Shmaisa. It's, it's more advanced. It's not going to be for someone just coming in. We have uh, Shira Manchuris Rabbi Akiva Eger. Again, it's, it's more advanced. So there are a variety of topics covered and also a variety of levels. And, and if people poke around, they're going to find their favorites and uh, be able to follow them regularly. Right. The, 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 the um, diversity here is amazing. Just the level of type of shiurim, but also um, all the various different types of, uh, of, of shiurim and resources that are out there. Right. Well, there's, there's a lot out there to be learned. And honestly, I think that I could, I could do this for the rest of my life and never cover anywhere near everything that potentially could be made available. Wow, this is absolutely incredible. Let's continue with some more music. Here's Chaim David and the Seven Shepherds. In the time to come I get a glimpse of its beauty And I'm tasting eternity I get a glimpse of its beauty 
And I'm tasting eternity So As we go on this journey That our fathers walked before us As we go on this journey In search of the ancient wisdom Its ways and ways of pleasantness And all its paths of
I'm David Seven Shepherds. I'm joined here in studio today with Rabbi Jack Abramowitz, who is the editor for OU Torah. Rabbi Abramowitz, you were on JMNAM last week with Nachum Siegel and spoke about Nachyomi. Many of our listeners, as we were talking about this before, many of our listeners are familiar with Nachyomi. So give us a little bit more of a breakdown. What is Nachyomi? Well, as I, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, the Jewish Bible is made up of three parts. So Tanakh, Torah, Nevi'im, Ksuvim. So Torah, the five books of Moses, we read every week in Shul, and uh, we cover it every year. So people are hopefully at least passingly familiar with what's in the Chumash. But the other two sections, Nevi'im and Ksuvim, so the books of the prophets and the books of the writings, they may not be as familiar with. Some of them they have more occasion to. For example, the book of Esther. So every year of Purim, you know, people are pretty familiar with right. that. We learn it in school. The book of Yonah, which we read on Yom Kippur. But uh, there are a 
lot of books that either are, are read very sparsely. Uh, for example, excerpts might be used as part of the weekly Haftarah. Some books aren't read at all in, in public, and people may never have occasion to learn them. People are not, for example, that familiar with what goes on in the book of Job. They may have the first idea who Job is, somebody who suffered, but but they don't know the story, and it's huge. I mean, it's a it's an incredibly large book. It's one of the larger books in Tanakh, right. and and it's something that most people don't have occasion to learn. Psalms, people say to Hillam, but they don't sit and learn to Hillam. And again, there's a lot there. So people may learn Mishlei, Proverbs. They may learn uh, some of the other books. But again, how many people sit and think I'm going to sit and learn to Hillam instead of saying to Hillam? So. This is just an opportunity for people to really familiarize themselves with what's in their own Bible. Wow. And, and how does it actually work? Because I know each parak, each chapter is a different size. So someone who wants to get involved, jump into the cycle. Um, how does it work with the different sizes of the uh, parakim? Well, the prakim do vary. I mean, you could have a, a chapter of Tehillim that's five verses long, and you can have one that's that's hundreds, you know, well, not hundreds, but very, very long. So they're going to be different lengths. The lectures that we have, the shiurim, vary in size, of course. Some of them could be longer or shorter based on the content, but they're generally in the 20-minute range. So it's not a huge daily commitment. Certainly right. less of a time commitment than, than a daf shiur would normally be. Uh, but but someone can start at any point, and even though we offer or we feature the daily chapter, so for example, you know, on the first day of the cycle, Joshua chapter one is what's front and center. But because this is our fourth cycle, all the content already exists. Wow. So if somebody wanted to go straight to Ecclesiastes, let's say, you know, Kohelis, then they could just they could just you know go to that safer and they can learn that particular book because it could start at any point. So if someone wants to join us now and they're a week behind, that's not a problem. You can go and you can catch up easily enough. Right. You know, it's interesting, um, the book that we're starting uh, now, Yehoshua, Joshua, and then, you know, you have Malachim, Shmuel, but some, some of the books are a little bit more engaging, let's say, than, uh, than some of the other uh, books. Some of them are, you know, a little bit more um, challenging. Um, how does the cycle, you know, bring about those parakim in a way that's, um, you know, a little bit more engaging to the listener? Well, we happen to have a, a spectrum of people giving shear. So there's a, there's three components to the uh, Nachyomi. So the main component is the daily shear, which is given by a particular person for each safer. Uh, one or two sfarim we had to split uh, to Hillam because it's 150 chapters. We split five ways, but generally speaking, one person does an entire book. So the person who's who's giving it is familiar with the content and really brings it to life. And we have some some fabulous speakers. I mean, I mentioned uh, Rabbi Weinrib earlier because he writes that Parshakam. He's uh, one of our speakers. He's, he's fabulous. He's very popular in anything he does on OU Torah. Right. Uh, I also mentioned uh, Rabbi Menachem Liebtag, who from the Tanakh Study Center, uh, again, if you want someone to teach Tanakh, uh, Rabbi Dr. Gideon Rothstein, and uh, there's just a number, of, a number of people. I couldn't even name them all off the top of my head. But these are people who are really familiar with the content, and they have an understanding and an ability to impart it. So the first and the main part is the audio shear, uh, and that can be gotten on our website. That can also be uh, podcast, so uh, through iTunes, so there are ways that we make that available. Uh, the second part is uh, my own contribution, which is the synopsis, mm -hmm. and uh, this is just a basically a breakdown of what goes on in the chapter. So it's like reading the text, but I've kind of made it more in the vernacular. Mm -hmm. So if you were ever just to pick up uh, an English translation, it's, it's 
generally not the most accessible thing right. for some books more than others. I mean, for example, you mentioned Sefer Malachim. My, my favorite book is right. not because it's just so exciting. <laughs> Read uh, like a storybook. It, exactly. So that's more accessible just because it's narrative. But some of the prophecies in the books of the later prophets are very obscure. And then some of the writings, I mentioned uh, Sefer Eov, the book of Job earlier, these are difficult works. Right. So, so for somebody to do the work for you, to break their head and turn it into something that you can then read more narrative fashion... It, again, it, it helps ease people into it. So sometimes people like to read this to get an idea what to expect before listening to this year. Uh, that's something else. And then the third thing that we have is we have the text in English and Hebrew available on the site, which we uh, get courtesy from uh, Machon Mamre. And uh, so altogether, this gives everyone the tools to get what for them uh, would be the, the best experience. So there really are a lot of different ways of approaching it, whether it's you know someone sitting on their bus on their commute in, they can listen to the podcast. Someone could go online and read look, or get the email. There are really different ways of approaching it. Exactly, right. <clears throat> That's amazing. So tell us, why was last Thursday so special? Well, last Thursday, we launched the program for the fourth time. So we started with Yehoshua, the book of Joshua. And this is just is such an accomplishment every year because the stories that I get from people who who complete Nach, and they didn't have the motivation to do it without this program making it available. It's always there. Nach is there. Everyone has a Bible in their house. But it's just the kind of thing that most people don't think to sit and do. And it doesn't have to be done through the OU. You know, if people do it on their own, if people, there are shuls that have started giving Nach Yomi Shurim. And again, it's just so important for people to familiarize themselves with the basics. And this is really the foundation upon which everything else is built. It's really true because when learning tomorrow, when learning Talmud, one really has to have a real understanding of, of Tanakh in general to understand a lot of what the different sukkim that are being quoted in the Gemara are. Right, that's a very common thing, that the Gemara will cite a reason for something or a support for something, and it'll quote a biblical verse. And most of us, when we learn Gemara, we just say, oh, because it's a Pusik that says so-and-so, but we don't know the Pusik. Right, or the context that it's that. Exactly, so we're, we're taking their, their word for it because they're not going to lie to us. <laughs> right. But, you know, how much better would our experience learning Gemara be if we understood the references? Correct, Absolutely. You're listening to The Jewish Reaction, presented by the Orthodox Union on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm Naftali Herman, filling in for Ellie Hagler. Let's get back into the music. Here's Soul Farm, or as they were known back then, in a sense, with The Ride.
moments from the depths of our the holy city Open up my 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 Open up Open up all your gates Yerushalayim Yerushalayim Let me in Open up all your gates Yerushalayim Yerushalayim Let me in Open up Searching for so long When will we reach a city wall Where I raise up my eyes To the heavens above Dear Lord, we will never despair Well, if I could only tell you Just how beautiful it was Holy mountain with the light of all ages Stone walls, dance of flaming sets of blaze, evening sky As if the heavens came down, great rejoicing Well, if I could only tell you just how beautiful it was Holy mountain with the light of all ages Stone walls, dance of flaming sets of blaze, evening sky As if the heavens came down, great rejoicing Open up, West far and wide, there we're there, we'll be there. 
could only tell you just how wondrous it was And the hope that God calls very more Where all men take you from the east West far and white, there with them You'll be there, we'll all be there Open up, oh, 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 oh. open up, oh, oh, oh. open up all your gates and rush of life Rush of life in your heard Chaim David's Open Up and before that Soul Farms The Ride. I'm joined here in studio today with Rabbi Jack Abramowitz, who is the Torah content editor for the Orthodox Union. Rabbi Abramowitz, in addition to overseeing all the OU Torah, you're also the author of several books. Uh, that's correct. Um, one, believe, that uh, recently came out is the Tariag Companion. Yes, that's the compilation of all the daily Taryag emails that we ran over a number of years. The uh, 613 mitzvahs, we were sending five times a week, mitzvah a day. And then uh, once a week, uh, until the material ran out, we were doing uh, supplemental materials, such as the seven Noachide laws, or the seven rabbinic laws, or the 39 malachas of Shabbos, etc. So uh, all that supplemental material is also collected in the book. Wow, no, it sounds amazing. And you also have another book uh, that talks about modesty and sniut. Uh, yes, the Sneas book. Tell us so, a little bit more about that. Uh, well, I, I wrote that uh, many years ago when I was working for NCSY. Uh, basically, I just didn't feel that the books that, that were out there were the books that were saying the things that I would say when I would give a session on it, because I'd like to talk more about the sources. I wouldn't want to talk about the halacha and tell people what to do. Right. You know, I'm not, I'm not preachy that way, but I think that people should understand why things are the way they are. So, you know, why are there certain things that are considered uh, more private than others. And uh, and I basically just wrote a book that deals with all of the sources for the current practice. And, and again, people can act accordingly to, uh, to whatever standard they choose, but at least they have an understanding of why things have gone in a certain direction, and then they can choose to opt in or not, but it's, it's not a law book. It's, it's a source book. Right. Could you give us an example of uh, one or two things that you focus on? Uh, well, there's different chapters. So, for example, uh, there's a, a chapter on skirts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the 
common, I'll call it a misconception. It's an oversimplification, really. The common oversimplification is that skirts are a male garment, and that's why women don't wear them, but now that they're not a male garment anymore, maybe that doesn't apply. And really, in the classical sources, it's not so simple that that's the reason. In right. fact, uh, in fact, it's it's probably not the reason. It might be one more thing to think about. But there's a number of other factors that come into play for the standard that Jewish women tend to wear skirts. So there's a, a chapter on kolisha. Uh, there's a chapter on why things are different in the synagogue for men and for women. Right. Uh, so just a variety of, of things that have to deal with the differences in the genders, things that may seem inequitable. I, I point out that inequity is in the eye of the beholder. Uh, from from a boy's standpoint and a girl's standpoint, uh, things can can both be inequitable, but only girls can say it's sexist. For example, a girl would say that it's not fair, Kolisha, that she can't sing in front of men. But a boy would say it's unfair that he can't go to a Broadway show that's, that has women singing. <laughs> right. So the rules are not inherently better or worse for anyone. They're just different, different ramifications that play out. A girl might say it's sexist that she can't wear tzitzis, but a boy would complain it's summer, it's 90 degrees, and, <laughs> and he has to wear tzitzis. So... So that's the thing, you know, it's different. I'm not going to say it's better or worse. I mean, which is better or worse, dogs or cats? Obviously, dogs are better, but some people feel otherwise, and that's, that's you know, what makes uh, horse races. So, again, just to understand differences and, uh, and, and, again, contextualize the way things are. Right, well, very, very interesting, and to find out more information about that, you can go on to www.ou.org slash press. Um, Actually... Actually, the uh, Tzniah's book is the only one of my books that's not available on OU Press. My other books, the Nachiomi Companion and the Target Companion, found there. Were, were based on OU series, and that's why they're on OU Press. Uh, Tzniah's book one could get on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Perfect. So you can search through Amazon or Barnes & Noble. You can just do a general Google search. You'll find out a lot about Rabbi Bramowitz as well, um, as well as the books that can be found on OU.org slash OU Press, um, as well as you can find a lot of stuff that we've been talking about today at OUTORA.org. It's hard to believe that hour is going to buy so quickly. Well, it's certainly been fast. <laughs> Rabbi Bromwitz, thank you so much for joining us. You can, again, find more information about the amazing programs that Rabbi Abramowitz is involved with by going to www.outorah.org. If I'm correct, Rabbi Abramowitz, it's not too late to jump into Nachiomi. It's never too late to jump into Nachiomi. Right. It was just started, uh, relaunched uh, the cycle this past Thursday, last week. But uh, you can really jump in anytime, and we definitely encourage um, everyone to do so. Questions, thoughts, or comments, we love to hear them. You can contact the show by emailing ellie at nachomsegal.com. Thank you to our producer extraordinaire, Alex Cook, on the other side of the glass. Be sure to tune in next week, hopefully, when Ellie Hagler will be back for his usual spot. We'll close out the show with a beautiful, not-so-well-known instrumental piece, Butterfly, by C. Lansbum and Noah Salman on the album by that same name. On behalf of the Jewish Reaction, I am Naftali Herman signing off and wishing you a wonderful and blessed day. Shalom. Shalom.